0: Fuck Schroat egg podfile bite size Irish emission yellow shield. Logan, welcome to the Bite Size Irish podcast. I'm Neilo Shield. Well, tan anis, autumn has well and truly landed here in Dublin. It's a bit cooler than it was, and it's a heck of a lot wetter at the moment. Um, a couple of weeks ago, just at the start of September, we had lovely sunshine. It was very hot. We had that last late flourish of summer that's often called an Indian summer in English. But I think the Irish phrase would be for Nangaena, which is autumn of the geese. I don't know the whole story behind that but it's a nice image isn't it and I guess somehow the patterns of the geese are related to uh, a late summer. On the podcast today we have a member interview will, with Lynn. So Lynn tells us about her own background, an Irish-American family and how she got in touch with the language itself including trips to Ireland to Idiscale to learn Irish and of course about how Bitesize Irish membership has enabled her to learn and study and practice and use her Irish. So if you would like to avail of the same opportunities, use the code PODCAST to get 10% off monthly or annual membership at Bitesize Irish. There's no long term contract and we do have a 30 day money back guarantee. All you need to do is visit www.bitesize.irish, click on memberships, choose the best membership deal for you yourself, and don't forget to add the code PODCAST in the coupon field. So let's hear that interview with Lynn.
1: August Fall to Hello everyone and welcome into this month's members' interview. It's Misha Emma, and I'm the community manager here on Bite Size. And my job is to interact and help our Grow Learners specifically, and um, but everyone else with their Irish language learning. And this is a little series that we do where we interview Bite Size members. And this month we have Lynn. Lynn, kunasatu so so thanks so much Lynn for being with me. Um, we've met each other a couple of times already um, online, more than once. Um, I see you monthly anyway in my Mugger, my monthly call with members. And of course, I know that you take part in our weekly live calls, Bite Size Bio. So, mm. so I know a bit about you from Pubble. But I would like everyone to get to know you. So, would you like to introduce yourself? Maybe ask first, and then for those who don't understand,
2: ask Come on. Um, it's Lynn. Uh, rogu agus in i Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania May. um, ap tamai e i I'm hisnish, um, teferum bog Egg ag merkela agus mafain, um, togamud gower agus shikin. Agus fasamwid, um, bara kosole, trati, prati, agus mangoes. Um, daibri me, um, san educus, erfi dahad blian, um, tamer scornish, um, ak is feramor mefos. Um, tosi me, ek folum galega temple triaka blianahain, ak a uh, harlot seal. So um, I'm Lynn, hello, and I was born and raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in the U.S. And I'm living in South Florida now. Um, my husband and I have a small farm where we raise goats and chickens, and we also raise crops like potatoes and tomatoes and mangoes, which we're harvesting right now. Um, I worked in education for about 40 years and am now retired, although I am still a farmer. And I started learning Irish about 30 years ago, um, but life happened and I restarted learning about two years ago.
1: Wow. I'm really interested now, Um, not that I wasn't before, but I want to hear this 30 years ago story. So that was my next question. When was your first experience with Irish? So tell me your story, tell me the bits in between and then maybe when you came back to Irish.
2: Um, Well, I think perhaps like a lot of Americans who are interested in Irish, I grew up in an Irish-American household. Um, My father's family is from Drumsnaw in County Leitrim, Um, but we didn't have any Irish in the household. We had a lot of traditions, but no real Irish. My father didn't speak, and we only learned when my grandmother started to suffer from dementia that she spoke Irish because she reverted to Irish. But honestly, even then, it still was not much of my life. And we traveled in Ireland fairly frequently, but maybe I just wasn't listening for it. Maybe the late 70s and early 80s weren't the heyday of the language in Ireland. Um, But it wasn't until my husband and I were taking a course at Trinity University, doing some graduate work there, that we took a class and they were talking about the effect of the language on Hiberno-English and on writers like Brian Friel and Miles McGoppel Um, And that really caught our attention. And of course, in the late 80s, there really was not internet. Um, We didn't have home internet. Um, you really not very good search engines. So we found through Trinity University, um, the program Edgescale, which a lot of people know about. It's a residential program um, for adults in in Donegal. Um, And they had only just barely started by the time we went there. And so my husband and I went four summers, um, just a week each summer. Um, And we really loved the learning um, and the people. It was a very small program then, maybe 20 students total um, at the time. But, you know, we picked up um, enough of the language to be able to say hello and be conversational. But, um, again, there was just no way to practice. What you got back to maybe if we'd have lived in Boston or New York, where there was an, an Irish community, but not in South Florida. Um, so we tried. Um, we we're listening to like cassette tapes. <laughs> you know, things that, um, it was pretty bad, but as you know, it's it's a language you really need interaction with people. And you need to have that opportunity to practice the pronunciations and to get revision. So we, we continue to travel in Ireland, but just our, our ability to study the language kind of fizzled out. And then I story I've heard a lot of people say along comes Duolingo, right? In maybe 2019, I find Duolingo. Um, And it's, it was fun to see how much we remembered um, and to start seeing the language written, but it was absolutely, there's no grammar, no support. You, you aren't understanding why sometimes you're saying something, you're just doing things by rote. And so I, one day, I, and now of course we do have internet, I was just searching, trying to figure out something that I'd read on Duolingo and a link popped up to Bite Size Irish. So it was just totally random that i discovered you um and uh, i did a tiny bit of research and signed up that day um because i knew i wanted particularly um the the community i signed up for the grow program immediately um, because um the opportunity to have the live calls and stuff was really exciting for me
1: and the rest is history (laughs) <laughs> lovely wow Lynn. um a lot to take in there even you saying that you were at the start there with Idris and I've never even been in Donegal myself at all but um even from here we send students um to the Gaeiltaacht yeah. every summer and they have a choice um from any Gaeiltaacht that they choose but everyone chooses Idris goil, I think also because it's such a an accessible uh, area to be in maybe not back then still but you know I don't know you can get a bus there from Dublin um, and the the program seems really I've only heard good from it so very very interesting and um, yeah and then with the Duolingo thing I agree and this is the thing I think a lot of people get their foot in the door as you'd say with Irish through Duolingo but you need that next step you can't become fluent with it and have you had any other opportunities to practice um in florida or is it are you fully online with the way that you use your irish yeah
2: fully online um, where we live um there really is is not a community uh, perhaps more down in the miami region there might be but um we're, we're kind of in a slightly rural area um, mm-hmm. No, it's not so we really are completely online. We went back to Edge Scale, um, this past summer, and quite a I mean, just a whole different program. I mean, 100 people, and you know, big yeah. classes, and, and uh, it was great to see the level of the language. That was so exciting for me to see um, from the early 90s to now. Just Mm -hmm. the level of people's language skills and people excited about it—it was really heartening.
1: Fab, lovely, and isn't it? I just think it's amazing. It's great, isn't it? That you can do all of this online and then put it to practice if you want to it's not that you even you have to um because from what i see online you know you i'm on pubble monday to friday interacting with everyone and i see that what's going on you have our weekly calls and then you have, have our new call now dash kind which is a chance for just members to meet without any of the the bite-sized irish team and you can discuss whatever you want and practice and i see you taking advantage of that and it's just it's it's really lovely to see you know that you're really take you've taken you know grow by the reins and you're you're on it and you're doing it and you from what i see um going from strength to strength all the time your pronunciation every month that we meet when you're on my call i hear you getting better and better and i'm not just saying that i definitely can hear it so it's definitely stood to you it's definitely stood to you
2: well and again i think as you mentioned i think it's just that opportunity and support. Um, Mm -hmm. I like the fact that what what Bite Size offers are really a variety of ways to study the language. Um, And I'll admit there's sometimes I just can't get on Pubble to do the weekly challenges, but then I have other programs that I can go and do some self-study. If I only have 15 minutes, I can do some self-study. And I love the new conversation class. It's just a hoot because so everyone's so supportive. I mean, there are members there who are so fluent, um, but there are a lot of us who are just sort of starting and stumbling along a little bit. But everybody's supportive, and and it makes it really fun.
1: Yeah, I agree, and that's the thing. You're all there to do the same thing. You're all there to learn, and no one should be in any way judgmental. Not that I've ever seen that in one. Not even one instance have we had. Um, bad experience with any member and thank the lord because you know I there's no what's the point I don't see the point um tell me a little bit more about um your family so you said you're originally from well your family come from Leitrim do you get there often do you have any any facts or any information for us about that
2: well um yeah, you know, I still have cousins. um, and so we go to Ireland about my husband and I about every other year. he He calls himself Irish by marriage. Um, and um so we we visit cousins there, um and ironically, his sister married an Irishman as well, and I've found out that I'm actually related to some of his relatives. they they're from Cavan, <laughs> um, so so it's it's a fun family, but um, and then we spend a lot of time on the West Coast. Um, we have some very good friends in Spittle, just, uh, you know, a couple we met 35 years ago that we've just become very good friends with and another very good friend um, in Kelschema. Um, so, so we spend a lot of time in that region, too. Um, and so it's been it's been nice To have some Irish, particularly where when we're in Connemara, of course, um, not a lot in the part of that, that part of Mayo, but in uh, the Connemara region. And, you know, our friends are Gael; they're they're native speakers. Um, And when we first met them, it was again, interesting, they wouldn't really speak Irish, even in, even when we were around. Um, But now and in fact she told me when we started going to Edgesdale, we were crazy. Uh, <laughs> but but now we can talk a little bit in Irish which is really nice and having that little bit of Irish uh, I find really enhances your experience even just to to talk to a shop owner a little bit. Um, my husband and I had an amazing experience last summer. We went to the Podrick Pierce Center in Connemara and if anyone I highly recommend if you're interested in history, the history of teaching of Irish, the Troubles. Um, what a, an amazing place. But when we walked in, um, the docent just made a little joke. He looked at us and he said, I guess that's two senior tickets. And <laughs> and I laughed and I, without even thinking, I said, yeah, Tashin Tashinkert. And he looked at me and said, oh, i And I said, no, 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 it's hórme." But from that point on, we got a personal tour of the facility. Um, of course, all in Irish. Hig Higme Fuila, I understood about half of it. Um, but he was just so excited that here were these two kind of crazy Americans who were really making the effort to learn the language. So it would have been a great experience without that. I mean, it was a wonderful museum, but that, to be able to have that extra and to, and and I've always had people appreciate the fact I try to speak Irish when we're there I've never had anybody <laughs> shockingly rude to me because my Irish is so bad no, never, never.
1: Even when I worked in a cafe or even when I worked, I worked in another cafe in Cork and I just loved when I heard Irish. Um, no one would go to order their coffee in Irish from me. But as soon as I heard them speaking, I'd often hear mothers speaking to their children in Irish or, you know, I'd even see the local children with the uniform on of the Gael skull. I would make a point to speak Irish and, you know, we'd both be appreciative of, of speaking Irish and um, especially as a tourist coming to the country I think it's just it's you can't and you can't ask for a private tour of um of the the centre you know especially um, that's something that you're that's bestowed upon you by accident but through you just saying a couple of words that's it I think you know there's always that kind of um with any language, it doesn't have to be Irish. You're kind of afraid to use even the couple of words that you might have, although I know you have more than of Fúclá. But, you know, when you're in the situation, you feel put on the spot and you might not always want to go ahead with it in case it's wrong. Um, but my opinion is it doesn't matter if it's wrong because it's the effort behind it and it's probably not wrong. Uh, you're just afraid. it's You're a little bit insecure. So you need to, um, getting that first word out or those first couple of focal out can really bring things that you're not, you know, you wouldn't expect or, you know, that you wouldn't normally experience. So, wow, really, I'll have to, well, I normally do try my hand with Gaelia wherever I can, but uh, I'll have to do it in a couple of different places to see if I can, I can bag any.
2: (laughs) Well, and I will say that that's what the live calls with bite size, give you the confidence to, to get those couple words out there Mm -hmm. because you are practicing the speaking a couple of times a week
1: exactly and it's all it helps so much even before I worked with bite size you know I live abroad myself and I say this often I don't get the chance to access the language fluently of course I teach it here but it's often you know I teach in English and I'm explaining things but having conversations I wasn't having them that much. And then it came to when I started with Bite Size um, and our weekly meetings are Aus guess So we have one hour, I have one hour a week where I speak Goam Lán so totally in Irish. And just Cáirín Chishin Chó Móirlám, it really helps me so much. And um, it's gotten me back to where I was before I left Ireland. You know, I kind of, I left and obviously I was, you know, in the swing of German and didn't really mind about my Irish. And then when it came to it, when I did have to have a conversation with someone with a Gaelgore, I thought, oh, what's that word? What's this word? So um, it really does help and it gets you back to or gets you up to a, a certain level that you need because you have to practice. It doesn't matter what language it is. And it sounds to me that, you know, you're because I was going to ask the question, you know, what's your goal with Irish in the end? You have an end goal. But to me, from the sounds of it, Lynn, I feel like you're already living your goal. You know, you're already in it. Of course, you want to improve. But I feel like even the fact that you do, you can travel to Ireland and you have traveled to Ireland to and used the language, especially, you know, um, seems to me like you've already ticked that box.
2: Yes, I think so. I mean, now, I guess my hope is ultimately to be able to read a little more um, fluently. Um, you know, I'm, I'm reading very low-level books, and I took a class in Irish poetry um, and was really excited to have enough to understand some of the nuance of the language, but like to go there as well, that, that next little step, um, which, of course some of the courses that we're working with now on bite size that have sections of reading and mythology and stories is a big help for reaching that goal as well
1: yeah and that's exactly what we had in mind you know we talked we we launched too small which was the um the first course for beginners and for people returning to irish or starting out at the start um, and then we thought, well, what do we need for the next step and what do people actually want to achieve? Um, obviously, we have our live calls, as we said, but for those who want to do that self-study, I think that really does help. And especially because we do provide the, the written word and the spoken word and you can read without listening. You can listen without reading and then you can put the two together and, you know, you can use that in many different ways. Whatever suits you best. Some people learn better when they hear it. Others read better you know you can combine the two and i'm glad to hear that you're making use of that as well because i find the courses myself even i go through them and i you know because neil makes them i don't see everything that's made until it's launched so i get excited to see what neil has come up with every every month so i i think they're a real you know and they can only get better we're only adding to them bit by bit so they're a real treasure to have on bite size i think and happy to hear that you're you're enjoying them definitely well, then, go Well, I think that's all my questions. You've answered everything um, that I had in my mind. And um, really, I'm delighted to hear that you think so highly of everyone on Pubble as well. I, I, I love to hear everyone always only has good news for about everyone else, but it's always nice for me to hear it um, from the horse's mouth and that you're enjoying Bite Size. And again, that you're going from strength to strength. And I wish you all the best in the future and um yeah germeal mahogany
0: thas a veglarlum maggot like
2: slawn gefol slanger
0: fire mean men a cluster free air maroct mango and <laughs> a scalic it's not often you hear about mango farming in irish so that's that's lovely i'm getting very hungry here listening to that um i also loved uh, to hear about how Lynn discovered some of those links in the English language here in Ireland, so how Irish influenced Hiberno English, the way we talk, our our dialect of English really. And also she specifically mentioned a couple of writers who are close to my heart. The great playwright Brian Friel and the madcap genius Brian O'Neurline, who was better known by his well, he had several pen names actually, pen name Anam Kletche, Anam Kletche is a pen name. Kletche is a feather or quill, you know, like the French nom de plume. But uh, Brian underline is better known as Miles Nagoballine, as Lynn said, or Flann O'Brien. He used a lot of names during his career. And the thing about these two writers, of course, is that they were both born in my own dear home county of and of Tyrone. So. Always love to get a little mention in. Great to hear that Lynn is making full use of Bite Size Pubble as well, our online community. So what she's doing there, interacting with other people, practicing, using it with other people, you can do that too if you become a member. So if you're interested in that, just go to www.bytesize.irish Click on membership. And don't forget to add the code podcast in the coupon field to get your 10% discount on any monthly or annual membership. Shin Shin, don't write the show. That's it for now. We'll be talking to you very soon. Slangaful.